0: Is it possible to succeed in the online space and be 100% authentically you all the time? I say absolutely yes. Let go of the likes and the hearts as the measure of your acceptance. When you do, you'll form stronger and more meaningful bonds and relationships with your audience than you ever could by pretending to be someone you're not. It's time to turn your dream into bold action. As a Christ-centered coach and mentor to women changing the world, I firmly believe that we all have a gift given to us by God, and we are meant to share that gift with the world. Your gift was given to you to help make others' lives better. Let's turn your passion into an authentic and profitable business that reflects who you are at your core. Welcome to the Dream Launcher Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Ferrara. No one wants to come to know, like, and trust you in the online version of you just to find out once they join your course or attend your live event that you are a totally different person in real life. Maybe you've been too reserved in the past. You've held back and you haven't let people see the real you. Or maybe you've gone the totally opposite direction and you've created this whole persona This whole person that you become when you turn on the camera. Being inauthentic in any part of your life will lead you down a very dark road, a very dark path internally. It can lead to destruction. It leads to anxiety and fear and worry about being accepted. It happens in your mind. It destroys relationships and can affect everything about your real world. Years ago, my pastor Rick Beezet wrote a book called Be Real Because Fake is Exhausting. And man, isn't that the truth? In his book, he shares how living a life that is split between these two worlds, two personalities, leaves you longing to be loved, seen, and accepted. On today's show, I'm giving you crucial tips that will help you become more authentic, both on and off the camera and in and outside of your own home. It's time to show the world who you really are. If you've been holding back in any way or pretending, it's time to lay that aside. It's time to get rid of all of the things in your life that have made you feel you have to do that to be accepted. It's time to let go. First, let's talk about strengthening your communication skills. You can't really be your true personality, be who you are, If you can't communicate effectively, conversation skills are important and influence multiple areas of your life. It's actually through conversation that your personality gets to shine, that you get to even discover your personality. And don't be afraid of not knowing all the answers or saying something kind of weird or wonky or just being uncomfortable. Everybody goes through that. Everybody has had that time in their life when they felt like everybody was looking at them or they really didn't know how to even have the conversation or they just were socially awkward, had social anxiety, and they'd rather just stay quiet. It's in these times that you get to take some social cues from others. Learn from others. I actually recommend you actually start by reading your Bible. Learn from the Word of God. Let it come to life for you. Ask the Holy Spirit to read it with you. As you read your Bible, you will learn that being in that time and spending that time with God will help actually lessen that anxiety and build your confidence as you learn that identity in Christ that he gave you, that he wants you to shine with, that he gave you so that you can shine in this world. He gave it to you so that you can be a blessing to others. And if you keep your mouth shut, people are missing out. They're losing out on the beauty of all that you are. Maybe you're in that place where you're like, I don't even know what to say. It always just feels so awkward. Increase your knowledge. Give yourself more to talk about. Developing greater knowledge about the world and the things that matter to you through reading books and listening to podcasts or watching YouTube videos. All of those things will help bolster your confidence. You'll learn about all kinds of subjects and you never know when you might be able to spit out that fact that you learned yesterday on YouTube and it's the one thing that's kind of like a linchpin in the conversation. You get to become the expert in topics that fascinate you and your personality will grow and reveal itself the more that you have conversations with others and allow your confidence to grow in those situations. I know for me, conversations with others are actually what help me to solidify my beliefs. They help me to learn to debate gracefully and they force me to form opinions where maybe I hadn't realized I've never thought about that. Let me think about that for a minute. Maybe I do have an opinion on that. We get to learn how to communicate our opinions and our beliefs and how to defend them when we need to, but it only happens through conversation with others. You can have the conversation in your head, but you're not going to get very far. You have to have that conversation with others. And the more that you do, the more confidence you will have, and the more you'll be able to be yourself in those situations. So that leads me to number two, share your opinion. Have you ever spoken to someone that didn't have an opinion? It's actually kind of boring. Many of us keep our opinions to ourselves in an effort to not offend, but it can actually have the opposite effect when it comes to building relationships with people. Because when you don't have an opinion, it you lose interest. People lose interest in talking to you even. So interesting people have opinions. Be brave enough to share yours. If you aren't in the habit of sharing your opinion or you were raised to not have an opinion, just go with the flow. <laughs> Maybe you were scolded for having a contrary opinion. Now is the time to reprogram yourself, to be okay with having an opinion, to be okay with there being maybe even a little conflict around the opinion opinion that you have. It really is okay. Conflict isn't always bad. Conflict can leave in those opinions. Let's say you have a different opinion than somebody else. That debate, when done gracefully, I will say, when done in a way that honors the other person's opinion as well really can lead to either solidifying your opinion and making it like, no, this really is what I believe and this is why and you're able to defend it. Or it could change your mind because their argument actually works. Okay. Okay. So if all of that felt really uncomfortable, like, oh my gosh, I've got to argue with somebody. No, you don't. If you are not used to giving your opinion, if you have, you know, like I said, you were scolded in the past and you learned to just keep it to yourself, start small, small opinions. When you're asked about what movie do you want to see or what do you want to eat for dinner? Give your opinion. Don't just answer with, I don't care or I don't know. Go ahead and have an opinion. Do you want to see this movie or that movie, or I want Mexican or no, I don't feel like having an Italian tonight. You're not going to cause an argument over that. Those are the small types of ways that you can start expressing your opinions until you get more comfortable and are able to express bigger opinions. Now we're going to get a little bit more, more uncomfortable. When big things happen in the world, share how you feel about it with someone that you trust. Start there. You may not be ready to shout it from the rooftops or pl- blast it on social media how you feel about a big world event. But learning to have an opinion and express that opinion and share that opinion, go find somebody that you're tr- you trust and share your opinion. It just is all about the practice of doing it that makes it more comfortable every single time. And if you feel the Holy Spirit pushing you to share that opinion and have that conversation online, do it. Because your obedience will be honored. Don't do it in an angry way. Keep your your side of the conversation factual. And the, or just express, this is just the way that I feel about it. And I could be wrong, but I really believe that I'm right. And it's okay if you get arguments, if people don't agree with you. Don't take it to heart. Let the debate happen in the conversation. Let the debate happen in the comments. I have one social media post that went crazy viral and lots of conversation. And there were people from all sides of religion and different religions and belief systems all talking in the comments. I stayed out of it. They were having a ball having their conversation. I didn't need to go back into it and do anything. One of the things that I'm going to encourage you to do when it comes to expressing your opinions is to decide ahead of time that you're going to be okay if it offends someone. I always told my clients, if you're not offending somebody, you're probably not making any kind of impact in the world. And that might sound harsh and it might be an overgeneralization. But if I'm trying to appease everybody. I'm not going to get through to the people I'm actually supposed to work with and support and help in life. Those people who are offended by me sharing Jesus Christ, by me talking about the Holy Spirit, those people aren't my people. And you could say, but Stephanie, you're a Christian. You're supposed to be sharing the gospel. I am. And those people who are ready to hear it will hear it. Those people who are not ready to hear it, it doesn't matter how much I say, what I say, it's not going to get through. Honestly, everything about your brand in your business needs to either attract people or repel people. You only want to attract the people that you really want to do business with in the first place. You don't want to attract arguments to the conversation. You don't want to do business with somebody that doesn't believe the same things that you do in no matter what, and I'm not even talking religion here, but just isn't on the same page as you, because you're going to be butting heads the entire time, and that's not going to be fun for either of you. As I said, expressing my beliefs as a Christian certainly repels some people from following me, and I'm okay with that. And even within the Christian community, the beliefs that I hold around deliverance, speaking in tongues, seeing visions, all repels some people. And but it also attracts others who either are interested in learning more about that or they have the same experiences. And so they're ready to work with somebody who gets them. But if I whitewash my content, if I leave Jesus out, if I never say Holy Spirit, if I never talk about praying, if I never mention Jesus or God, then I'm being inauthentic to myself. I'm being inauthentic to the message that Jesus has given me to put out into the world. And ultimately, I'll quit because it's not what I'm supposed to be doing. It will become hard if I don't do this authentically in all that I am. If I try to be anything different here on my podcast, in my courses, in my coaching programs, if I try to hold back and do anything different, it's going to wear me out. And that's not what I want for my life. Number three to being more authentic and learning to live always in that authentic self is to actually increase your social circle. Expose yourself to new opinions and cultures, meet new people and watch your personality blossom. You'll become stagnant if you hang around all the same people all the time and And everybody you hang around with thinks exactly the same way that you do. You may even want to take time to inventory your friend group and your acquaintances that you spend most of your time with. If you feel like you're constantly having to put on a mask or hold back, it's time to take some inventory of your friends. You may start by making a list of those closest to you, those that you talk to the most, those that you spend the most time with. It could be friends, it could be work people, it could be people at church, whatever that is. Just make a list of those people. And then here are some questions that you could ask yourself when kind of evaluating your relationship with them. First, what do I like about this person? What do I not like so much? And third, is this relationship reciprocal? I'm going to dive in on that one. It's kind of easy to understand what do I like, what I not like. But when it comes to is this relationship reciprocal? This is important. Every healthy relationship has balance between giving and receiving. Unhealthy relationships feel more like giving and taking. When you think about this relationship, are you given the opportunity to contribute to the conversation, share your own wins and your own challenges? To get advice when you need it, to share your opinions, or are you always the listener? They always speak first. They share everything that's on their heart. They basically like fire hydrant, like just of words coming at you, or they just puke up what's happening in their life in words. And maybe it's good, maybe it's bad, maybe they're crying. Maybe you realize you're either the therapist or. You're just a dumping ground for what's going on in their life. And then once they've got it all out, they're like, okay, well, I got to go. Bye. See ya. This is hard. I've had to do this. And you've got to be honest with yourself. I had a relationship many years ago and we were working really hard in something. We worked, we, we served together. We volunteered together and we were working hard on a project and we spent a lot of time together. We met for lunch once a week, sometimes twice a week. And sometimes we talked about the project we were working on. And other times she would just sit down and unload on me what's going on and what's wrong. And I realized she never asked me how I was. She never asked me what was going on in my life. She never asked me anything about me. It was a very one-sided relationship. I was her therapist. And she'd cry and ask for advice. And I'd give it to her. And then our time would be up and she'd be on her way. And I realized that I had to let that relationship go. And I mourned that relationship. It was hard, but I had to let it go. After you have evaluated these friendships and these acquaintances, and you've really taken that hard look and been honest with what type of relationship is it, it may be time to set some boundaries with some of those people who seem to be one-sided or They're just like a dumping ground or they dump on you. You realize you're trying to be friends and they're just always talking about you or whatever might be happening. It's time to set some boundaries and then lean into those that are healthy. The ones that you see have potential, put your effort into those. And if it turns out that that whole list that you've evaluated, all of them seem to be unhealthy. Go find some ways to make some new friends. Network. Join some other groups. Find a different life group to be part of. Go put yourself in the situation to meet new people. Okay, you might be wondering why this one is number four, but this one is number four. Be yourself. Okay, that's what we're talking about, being authentic. But, and it seems obvious, but you know, we learn on the playground that what we think, what we say, how we act, it matters when it comes to being accepted by others. Just like your mom said, don't pretend to be someone you're not. Pretending to be someone we're not is sometimes how we survived middle school. But pretending to be someone you're not is being dishonest. You're trying to please the world and not God. James 1.8 says their loyalty is divided between God and the world. And they are unstable in everything that they do. When you pretend, you become unstable. It affects your mental health, as I mentioned. It's also hard on your self-esteem. Because you realize While you're being accepted in the group, when you leave that group, you realize you weren't accepted. The version of you that you put forth in that group was accepted. And if it's not you, then you're still feeling rejected. It's time to embrace the parts of you that are unique and share them with others. Psalm 100 verse 3 says, acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Some people will like you, and others will not. And you have to just understand that that's life, and you don't have to be liked by everyone. And what a boring life this would be if we kind of all did. I don't know. Different personalities attract different types of people, and that's okay. And I think God made us that way. Finally, relax and enjoy life. If you're not relaxed, you're protecting yourself. If you're protecting yourself, then you're not being your true self. Be more carefree. Allow yourself to have fun. See the humorous side of life. Give yourself permission to play and dance again. Try new things. Try that thing that you always wanted to do, but you were always told that it was a pipe dream, or it was silly, or that's not going to make you any money, or whatever. Just try it. You never know. Your true personality will be revealed when you decide that you can let your guard down and be everything that you know God made you to be. I struggled a lot in my 20s and 30s with being afraid of what other people thought of me i felt i had to guard what i said be careful not to offend and i had to pretend to be someone that i wasn't this came about through many conversations or just little quips from from boyfriends mainly thankfully i've worked through all of that with jesus i worked through it with ladies in my life group through discipleship programs like real change and regeneration that our church offers and also through hardcore leadership Make time to pursue the activities that appeal to you. I know that there are things that you've always wanted to do in life. It's time to stop blaming the backyard bully or the overbearing controlling parents for the decisions that you're making today. If you want to go have fun, go have fun. If you want to go learn something new, go learn something new. Go mountain biking. Learn to play the guitar. Invent something that's been in your brain. You've been designing it for years, but too afraid to take action on it. So take action on it. When you're living your life to the fullest, people can see you at your best. It's when you will shine, truly, is when you are doing everything in your life with authenticity for who you are, who you were made to be. And you're going to enjoy your life so much more when you do that. There's no reason to keep yourself a secret anymore. Let the world see who you are truly, to see your true personality. Be 100% authentically you every single day. It's so much easier than play, playing pretend, than faking it, than trying to be what everybody wants you to be. Just be you. You'll be so glad that you did. And hey, don't forget about my free Facebook group, Calling Cash Cashflow. It's for Christian women rising to lead in the marketplace. That's you. You were born to lead. Let's lead together. Let's lead our households. Let's lead in our business. Let's do it together. To join, go to stephanieferrara.com forward slash calling. If you're enjoying the Dream Launcher podcast, I'd love to know, would you give us a follow and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify? And if you're watching on YouTube, Subscribe and hit that bell so you don't miss the next episode.